she said. Bryce shot a look to Jevin, who gave a hesitant nod. Should start making you pay for this, the bearded man said, leaning down beneath the front shelf and pulling up a smaller set of wings from out of view. Light elements don't come cheap. Thank God you aren't paying for it, then, Bree said, accepting the wings. The light element that powered the wings came from Central. Weshern's Archon then allocated a set amount each month to training new fishermen. Rate you're using it up, I might have to anyway, Bryce said. But a grin was on his face. Seeing Kyle lingering beside Jevin, he called out louder, You also going to fly today, kid? Maybe, Kyle said, smiling warmly at the man. But only if Bree doesn't hog it all. They traveled across the street and onto the wooden planks, Bryce's roaring laughter to their backs. As Bree clutched the wing contraption to her chest, she glanced down. The docks were built onto the side of their island, overhanging the sky, and through gaps in the planks she could see glimpses of the clouds below. The sight gave her shivers of the good kind. Jevin stopped them at an open spot near the middle, let his net plop to the wood, and then lifted his wings up and over his shoulders. He was a scrawny-looking man, his face long and gaunt, but his arms and chest were corded muscle. The wings could carry only so much weight, and while the stunted version the fishermen were given were designed to carry more than normal, it still had its limits. As a result, nearly all the men around were lean and fit, strong of arm and thin around the waist. The more fish they could carry each trip the better their pay at the end of the day. Is it all right if I go first? Bree asked her brother as Jevin began tying the buckles. You'd only argue with me if I said no, Kyle said, and he grinned at her. Go ahead. We both know you love flying more than I do. Bree mussed his hair, then began sliding on the harness to the wings. She'd never understand Kyle. They spent every single day of their lives with their feet touching the ground. The clouds, the wind, the world spinning beyond. How could you ever deny the allure? Putting an arm through one side, she shifted the harness onto her back and shoulders, then slid the other arm through. The weight settled comfortably on her shoulders. The wings were a rustic gold, hard and unmoving from their folded position. Everything else, though, was stiff leather and padded cloth. Two buckles went underneath her armpits. A large strip of leather dropped down her back and then latched around her waist, and the last two strips connected to those looped about her thighs before buckling tight. Bree went through the process one after the other, refusing Jevin's offered help. How do I look? She asked when finished, standing tall and thrusting back her shoulders. Jevin smiled at her. Like an angel, he said. Bree glanced over her shoulder at the small, stunted wings now attached to her back. They were not designed to move, instead remaining perfectly in place during flight. It was the light element that gave the wings the ability to fly, and that element was controlled by the left gauntlet attached to the wings. Reaching over her shoulder, she shifted the wings to rest a bit more comfortably, then unhooked the gauntlet from its side. A slender tube ran from its bottom to the thick stump at the arch of her back, where the wings connected. Bree put her left hand inside the golden gauntlet, then tightened the buckles. It took every hole on the belt to get the wings snug. Flex your fingers, Jevin said, having watched her all the while.
She did so, showing that the gauntlet fit fine and would not cause issues in flight. What next? Jevin asked, running her through the checklist he'd taught her to prepare for any period of flight. Check the element, she said. She lifted the gauntlet, where along the wrist was an opening covered by a sliver of glass. Inside, protected by the metal of the gauntlet, was a white prism shard, the light element they used for flight. Various tubes and wires understood only by the theotechs connected to the prism, drawing out the energy of the light element and pulsing it through the tube running from the gauntlet's edge to the wings. As Bree flew and the light element was used, the color would slowly drain away, turning the prism gray. Peering through the thick glass, she saw the element was bright white, fully charged. Good, said Jevin. Next, check the switch. Make sure it ain't sticking or...